0: Hello everyone! Welcome to episode 16 of the Generic Gaming Podcast.mp3, the podcast where we talk about a new game every single week. My name is Logan Myrie, and as always, I'm joined by my esteemed co-host and sound engineer, Eric, the man behind the money Kraus. Eric, how are you doing? Good.
1: It's been a while. I'm excited to do a podcast.
0: Yeah, this is the first podcast we've recorded in like a month and a half. Yeah. Because we we kind of loaded up for winter break, Mm -hmm. and now we're finally back. We're ready to go. We got lots of plans. Yeah, I
1: got some withdrawals because we haven't done this in so long.
0: Yeah, I was actually a little nervous coming back because I was like, oh, man, what if I forgot how to talk? Yeah. (laughs) Because I listened to to our our episode 0 and 0.5 because we ended up publishing them, and I was like, man, I sounded like the most boring human being that's ever existed yeah, in those I know. episodes. It's funny because we don't,
1: I don't, well, you don't listen to him. I don't know how much you listen to each show everywhere. Oh, I, I listen to the whole thing. Oh, usually. Okay, yeah. But so e- when you're listening to a week from week, it's really hard to tell like if we're getting better or not. But when I was listening to, yeah, our zero and 0.5, I'm like, oh yeah, we're actually getting better at doing this.
0: Yeah. And then, and then from there I listened to the Batman, watch, which was like kind of peak, like we were, yeah. you know,
1: we were really in there. Yeah. That was the last uh, episode. And recorded. I was like, man, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> So that's good. I'm glad we're
0: getting better at this. And we got some plans. Yeah, so we've so we been keep scheming hard. On. Yeah, this episode is part of the scheme. Yeah. Um. So for everyone, what well, you all know by now. You've seen the headline. We are debating Uncharted Two versus Uncharted Three. This is something that Eric and I argue about quite often, and I think that the the industry as a whole kind of debates this. I feel like. Yeah. I would say most people would a lot say of people too.
1: mad at Greg Miller because he gave Uncharted Two a nine point five and then Uncharted Three a ten. I think. He gave
0: Uncharted 3 a 10? Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: And Uncharted 2 didn't get a perfect score. And so everyone's mad. But he's right. Uncharted 3 is better.
0: You know what? We're going to get into that. And actually, we have a moderator coming in. One of our friends is going to... A totally neutral moderator. He doesn't doesn't
1: play video games. Doesn't care about video games. Doesn't really care about either of us enough to choose sides.
0: (laughs) yeah so, we almost brought macy in but she's yeah, my that girlfriend. would have been
1: clearly biased Honestly, i vetoed that hard
0: i'm not gonna lie i feel like she would lean towards you more okay just, well just still
1: exactly still there's that clear bias because either she wants you to win or she wants you to lose yeah so. i
0: think that she would clearly just want to yeah, a little yeah
1: so veto that hard because that would not not make for a good debate
0: before we get to that we've got some stuff to talk about um Please, if you enjoy the show, if you've ever enjoyed this show, go rate us on iTunes or go share us with your friends. We really wanna wanna start engaging with people. You know, tweet at us at GGPMP3 on Twitter, or tweet our personal accounts. You can find them there. Um and and just, you know, try to engage. We wanna we wanna talk to you guys. And I have a hot topic, which will one day be sponsored by Hot Topic. One day. We can only hope. We can only hope. And that is games that you're excited about in 2019 there's a lot of them yeah really i i was thinking about it because 2018 was such a good year for games yeah and i was i was like i don't know i'm a little worried about 2019 i can't think of anything off the top of my head that like i know is coming out and i know it's gonna be sweet mm-hmm. um but kind of doing research for this topic, I was like, oh, man, there's a lot of kind of stuff coming out of left field, I feel like, that I'm really excited for.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of cool games. There's a lot of big AAA games that I'm looking forward to, But and a lot of them we don't know release dates for. We're looking at You and uh, Last of Us and, uh, and Death Stranding.
0: Death Stranding. We've talked about it so many times on the yeah. show. That game's not coming out yeah,
1: ever. Yeah, exactly. So those are in our lists, but we are looking forward to them. Just so you don't fucking throw internet hate at us. Like,
0: how are you not looking
1: forward to these games? We yeah. are. We're just... Those are easy choices.
0: I tried to pick some games that I um that that wouldn't normally be on my radar, but mm-hmm. are. Like they're you know, they're not the obvious choices, they're not the games that are right up my alley. Um, so I figured we can just go one by one. Okay. And I'll go first. So the reason I thought about this topic was because this is I saw this trailer for a game on Twitter mm-hmm. and I went, Wow, I can't believe this is the first time I'm hearing about this game. Uh, and it's called Atomic Heart.
1: Oh, I literally saw this, yeah, the other day, too. Yeah. IGN tweeted something about it. Yeah. And, and I it, was like, holy shit, this game. Well, I completely forgot about that game until right now.
0: And so this is the only game that I'm not sure is actually coming out this yeah. year. Um,
1: But that does look sweet. That game looked awesome just from the trailer. It had some janky stuff because it was like a, it was, it was kind of showing some gameplay. And so it still had some janky stuff, but it looked really good.
0: Yeah. It's, so it's kind of this weird, like... I don't know, Bioshock-esque game, I feel Mm. like, with some Fallout or something. It's like
1: in Russia or something.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's Russia if they, if, I don't know, if the Soviet Union, like, prevailed or something, and then they have this kind of huge technology boom. Yeah. and, uh, And apparently it's about some, like, private investigator dude going into this, like, robot factory where all the robots have, like, there's an uprising. Yeah, and so everything looks super like weird and spooky, mm-hmm. and, and well, like there
1: was also that super trippy like goo, uh, like fr- the annihilation goo that was in the air when he walked outside too. Like, what the hell is that?
0: Yeah. So apparently, I I was reading that the game is supposed to have a lot to do with like kind of the weird like secret experiment experiments the the USSR was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's just like a lot of weird crazy stuff. Uh, but but I was like, man, I'm so excited to play something like this i guess i don't know yeah. I, I, apparently it's open world which you wouldn't get from that trailer yeah uh which is cool i don't know the gunplay looked the, the only thing that i was a little concerned about was that i watched a full gameplay trailer and like the melee looked kind of weird and the gunplay mm-hmm. didn't look quite good yet but i don't know yeah. they have some time to i fix mean that. yeah
1: we don't know when it's releasing and they can obviously work all that stuff out
0: they said they said they're announcing a release date in quarter two 2019 so i was like maybe an e3 demo Oh, maybe yeah I don't know because I feel like it's getting a lot of buzz. I could see them going on. Do onto... you remember who's making that? I can't remember. It's a it's a studio that I have never heard of, and they're oh, okay. based out of Russia. I think it's called Mundfish.
1: Oh, oh yeah, right. It is called Mundfish. Yeah, I've never heard of them either.
0: I think this might be one of their first games. If I I I didn't like do a ton of research, but am my I think it might yeah, be.
1: killer first game if it's good.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The game looked like beautiful. It had like you know great graphics. I thought the gun was cool because it kind of swayed as you walked. Like there, mm. it, it seems like there's a lot going, like, a lot of thought going into it, which is yeah. exciting. So that's all I gotta say about Atomic Heart. I hope it comes out this year. If not, I'll wait. I'll play it when it comes out. Yeah, Eric, what do you got?
1: First game on my list is In the Valley of Gods, being made by Campo Santo, same people that did Firewatch. Looks fucking awesome.
0: This game's also on my list. <laughs>
1: okay, perfect, cause it's it looks sweet. Yeah. I don't even know what the gameplay is.
0: Um, I think it's a lot more, like, puzzle-based. Yeah. Uh, and it's, like, I think it's third-person, is it? No, it's first-person, isn't it? I actually have never I, – I know that Campo Santo's making it. I know it's, like, Egypt, whatever, but I actually don't think I've ever watched any gameplay.
1: Yeah, I don't – this thi- paragraph here doesn't – oh, no. It's a first-person adventure game with a focus on narrative over action, and unsurprisingly, the developers are keeping – okay, that's just editorial. Yeah, first-person adventure game.
0: Um, Did you play Firewatch? Yes. And you liked it?
1: Everything but the end, like most people.
0: Really? Yeah. People didn't like the end. No. End I kind of liked it. I kind of like things that like turn out to be a lot more mundane than they than they appear to be. I yeah. fe- I feel like that was kind of a fun twist.
1: Yeah, but I just think it didn't. I don't do work well with the rest of the story because like they're hyping up the supernatural things so much. I think, and then it just ends up being, and you don't even get to see her too, which that was what was disappointing
0: true maybe they yeah. didn't have time to make a character model or something yeah, know. Know.
1: but in that game's awesome i do lo- like that game a lot if it wasn't well i guess it's not really that long I yeah like know. i don't know three hours something I, like still that. The, the yeah. I still use the background because that's the best background me too i
0: still use it is i like that it's dynamic or whatever yeah. it changes i think that that background's awesome
1: yeah great art so, so if in the valley of gods has even close to that good of art which it will it'll, it'll have better because it'll be in egypt too
0: the most interesting thing is that it's being published by valve
1: yeah so uh, yeah, you're. I guess we'll be living together, so you can play on my PC. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> well, no,
0: it's coming. It's coming out for consoles, I think, as well. No,
1: it just this is just says platforms PC. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, weird. I, that's well, that sucks. But yeah, we will be living together. I can play it on yours. Yeah, but, I'm ready um, to look
1: at some pretty sand. I haven't looked at pretty sand since. Well, I guess Uncharted looked at pretty sand, but Journey is what I was thinking of. Pretty sand. In that. I don't know
0: if Uncharted had the pretty. I don't know if it's sand was pretty. You know what I mean? It's
1: sand. It, when he's walking in the desert, that's pretty sand.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: When your ships crash.
0: Alright. Uh so in the Valley of Gods also on my list. I'll not talk about that anymore. Alright. Um my next game is Days Gone. And so the reason also I put on this one on my list. <laughs> I put this one on my list because it's a new IP and it's, I just
1: wanna see what the hell's going it's gonna be. <laughs> Zombies and motorcycles, like
0: it's from a studio that you wouldn't it that you wouldn't really expect them to be making this game. Yeah. You know, they made a lot of like Vita games, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they made the
1: Uncharted Vita games.
0: Which to be fair I liked. Yeah, that would good. But, I don't know. I I, th- I think that Day's Gone... I think one of my predictions was that it was going to be underwhelming, but I really feel like this is going to be Sony-Ben's, Sony, ben- Sony Ben's, like, I think that this could be their big break. I think they have a lot
1: going for them, in the fact that they don't have a lot going for them, because, like, no one's really expecting much from this game, and so I think a big downfall of a lot of games these days is overhype, and so this game doesn't have much hype going into it. Like, people aren't, like, super juiced about getting in and playing this game, so I think it'll subvert a lot of people's expectations and be hopefully really good
0: yeah i think the horde mechanics are kind of like the most interesting about this game too yeah it's because i don't know you play other a lot of i feel like a lot of zombie games are moving towards like the more uh like like zombies are really hard to kill whatever but this game horror kind of stuff yeah yeah but this game really like they it appears to be very easy to kill, but there's a fuck ton of them yeah. at all times.
1: Which I'm I can go for a zombie game like that.
0: Yeah, that sounds fun. It's gonna be a lot of run and gun stuff. I I watched that you know the one gameplay trailer where he kind of like runs up onto the roof and like yeah. there's just oh man it looks so overwhelming. But
1: I can't remember the name of the game, but did you, the one where it's first person and you can parkour around and you kill zombies. You're like oh um, uh, Dying Light. Dying Light. Did you play that one? No. Oh, that game's really fun. Cause it's in the beginning that one, in that game, it's super scary. And, and knights actually still really scary, even when you're in later game and have good weapons, but like. It has the whole day-night cycle, and zombies are stronger at night, and so like night's actually terrifying, and so it works really well with parkour mechanic because you just run away rather than fight. But like during the day, like you get hordes of zombies, and you just start like slashing them down. By the end of the game, you get like such good weapons, and it's just really fun. So if it's like slashing them down in that, I'll be, and I could ride a motorcycle, I'll be
0: pretty. Yeah, happy. I'm actually really excited to see the story because I don't really know anything about the story either. I'm not even yeah. sure what his what his deal is. I think he's looking for someone. Is he like part of a motorcycle gang? Yeah. I don't know. No it, l- it looks
1: interesting. I'm excited. I'm ready to ride a motorcycle. Me too. And it's uh, what's his face? Who did Force Unleashed? Sam Witwer. Yeah, Sam Witwer.
0: I'm not. I'm not familiar with him. I never played those games.
1: Oh, Force Unleashed, great game.
0: Um, my next game is. That wasn't
1: that your game? We both had Days Gone, but you just did that one.
0: Oh yeah, shit, that was my game.
1: My next game's Anthem, which not really surprising.
0: Yeah, that one. It's so close. Yeah. But explain yourself. Let's hear it. Okay,
1: so I'm playing the demo right now. And if that, there's a lot of things they need to work on. I'm in the VAP demo, so if you heard anything about that. Uh, there's a lot of things they need to work on and improve, but they still got a few. Well, I guess they already went gold, but day one patches and stuff like that. So they can still improve on stuff, but I'm the gameplay is really fun. Like, the core mechanics there... And I don't know what happened in 2018, but some reason, Gabe Devs figured out how to make movement just the funnest thing in video games.
0: Yeah, it looks like Iron Man. Yeah. It, really, it looks like an Iron Man. Flying
1: around is so just satisfying and... Even, like, there's you overheat sometimes, and it is, they made it so even when you overheat, it's still kind of cool. Like, your thrusters will overheat, so you have to stop flying. Yeah. But if you go and it overheats, it'll just shut you down, and you kind of go and, and you do, like, a superhero landing. Okay. And it's super nice. You don't take fall damage in the game, too, which is super nice. So it doesn't really matter.
0: Do you think this game is going to be this year's big, like, online shooter, like online like, online persisting game?
1: I don't know. It's hard to say. I it. They seem like they have a lot of problems and a lot of people. It, the problem with these kind of games now is that you need to be the devs need to be in constant communication with it. And Bioware is doing a good job so far. They've been communicating during the VIP demo. Like server, there were a lot of server issues, which was apparently an EA thing. Uh, that because they like all their games are having server wide issues. So. But, like, they were communicating. And, like, that's the big thing they have to do. So for Anthem to be really successful, people aren't mad in these kind of games because they're kind of a service, you know? Yeah. So people aren't mad if you have to roll things out later in these kind of games as long as you don't really have to pay for them. And like they roll them out as patches, but if you're communicating the whole time, people are fine to wait. Like if they know something they don't like is gonna get fixed later, or if you there's a huge gun that needs a nerf or something, like and you're like, okay, we're gonna nerf it soon. Like if they do the Fortnite approach, where literally Fortnite uh, updates like every week, and like they're yeah. constantly communicating, it'll be it'll be successful.
0: I am most curious to hear about because I remember Bioware really pushing this idea that they were going to tell a story. Yeah. in Anthem um and obviously that's not really prevalent in the the demo
1: you play three story missions and it was enough to get me intrigued like what the heck's happening because you kind of get your you're thrown in in the demo at level 10 and so i don't know where at in the story that is uh but you only go up to level 30 in the game so i'm assuming it's maybe um, two hours three hours into the game by the time you're level 10 and so Uh, The story had you – I can't remember the guy's name, but you go retrieve this artifact because he wants it to make your javelin better. And he ends up – it ends up, like, breaking reality, and it creates three of him that are his split personalities. And so then now you have to figure out – because he's, like, decaying because this isn't how he should exist in reality. And so you go and get – get other stuff kind of they're kind of like fetch quest but it's more fun because you're killing shit and flying around like iron man at the base of it, it's basically a fetch quest though
0: so do you think that this is going to be a game that if i really wanted to play without because i'm not an online person and i and the problem is not that i don't like playing online it's that i'm not a consistent enough player to like be able to play with friends
1: i don't think this game i in the demo i was playing by myself because i wanted to just check it out I don't think this, as much as they say it, this game I don't think is very single-player friendly. You could try, I guess if you go through and play the story on easy, maybe you could do it. But I don't think this game is very single-player heavy because I did, I, uh, I was playing by myself. I just did a private session and like... There was just a boss fight. I could, it would have taken me, like, a couple hours to kill him. Right. And it was during the problem with the... Because like, he was just soaking up that much uh, bullets and, like, all my stuff. And there's so many enemies that I just kept getting down. And, like, it was during the time there was problems with the game. And I'm like, I'm not doing this because at random times you can get kicked out of server. And then you I'd have to start over. So I just kind of left it. And then I just... They have matchmaking in the game, so you can play with randos. Uh, which is fine sometimes, but... Like, there was a puzzle that I was doing with Randos, and, like, I just did it all by myself because they were all just standing there not knowing what to do. So, yeah. it's, like, it hit or miss, but they do have matchmaking in the game, but I don't think this will be a very single-player-friendly game.
0: I'm keeping my, my ear to the ground on this one because I, I feel yeah. like, I don't know, it, maybe if it's somehow worthwhile, people are like, you can play this game even if, you know, whatever. But I, I think that I'm I'm going to skip this game. Yeah. Uh, My next game is a game that you I, I just heard about it today, uh, and I was like, you know what? This is really intriguing. Uh, it's called the Sinking City. Have you seen this? Oh, is that the one where it's all water? It's like you're.
1: It looks kind of like Venice, and the, but you see like the tops of buildings, and then there's like this big shadowy bird thing or something under the water that's following you.
0: No, 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 no. that's a different game. That oh, okay. looks sweet too, though. It's an EA game. Oh, okay. um, This one is. I don't know who's made. Oh, it's the people who made the Sherlock Holmes games. You remember those? Oh, no, I didn't uh, play those. <laughs> uh, no, neither did I. But I.
1: The story.
0: Yes, Sherlock Holmes one? Yeah,
1: or the movie Sherlock Holmes one?
0: No, like the the the, the, the like story, like I don't know, they were like the original Sherlock Holmes. Oh, ones. okay. Um and and it's this like survival horror game that's like open world and it's like based on like H.P. Lovecraft. Oh,
1: I think I heard about this game. I can't picture it, but it sounds familiar.
0: It's like 1920s like roaring like the roaring 20s setting and it's this town that's got all this weird shit happening and there's like well, i don't know it's it like it looks trippy as hell mm-hmm. but i i'm really getting i feel like i'm really kind of i want to kind of break into the survival horror genre because i've been watching a lot of horror movies with macy yeah and and i and i'm kind of i don't know i kind of learning to enjoy being scared um, oh. <laughs> and and i feel like this might be it looks really intriguing mm-hmm. i like the idea of an open world uh, like kind of survival horror thing yeah um and and I just I had only heard about it today where I was like that's kind of exciting like I feel like it lo- it's something I'm looking forward to to seeing.
1: Yeah, it sounds really cool. I do like survival horrors. I Outlast one I liked a lot. Outlast two I only played the beginning, but I really liked it. <clears throat> I just stopped because I got stuck, and then I end up. The problem with survival horrors is like the first time you play it, they're really fun because you get scared. But as you play more and more, you get less and less scared because you're used to the you're used to the the horror of it. Yeah. So that's the only thing is I get burnt out them quick.
0: Uh, one of my roommates just bought the Resident Evil 2 remake, and uh-huh. I'm gonna be borrowing it after yeah. he's done. I'm gonna really try. Yeah, and once we're living together, we can start. We can start playing some some horror games. That yeah, be
1: that'll be fun. Okay, yours next. Okay, uh, Days Gone was next for me, but we already talked about that. Uh, so my next one is Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice.
0: That's also on my list. Yeah,
1: that game looks awesome. I love Dark Souls-esque games, Bloodborne-esque games. I'm playing Neo right now. and That game is really fun. I just love these kind of gruelingly hard, just boss-killing games.
0: I played through probably half of Bloodborne, mm-hmm. uh, and I really liked it, but it was kind of one of those things where I took a break, and then I was like, those are games that I feel like there's no fucking way to jump back in. Like,
1: Yeah, you have to start over. Yeah, like, and
0: I don't want to do that. Yeah, um, But Sekiro Dies Twice, I feel like, looks... It, it it looks like a real change of pace for the series and there's like a lot more like options for like maneuvering yeah and, and stuff like that. So I think that it's a game I'm definitely gonna give a try. Uh and I think that it's the biggest kind of like wild card that they've thrown into that like Soulsborne series and yeah.
1: It'll be interesting to see how it is. I'm sure it's gonna be great. And then we don't know what From Software is working on, but we can assume it's Bloodborne Two. So play this and then Bloodborne Two comes out. So
0: I've heard that they're working on a bloodborne sequel and then another game uh what the fuck what was I don't remember that's a topic for another day yeah uh
1: is that all you got to say about sekiro dice Twice? yeah pretty much there's not much to be said about it i'm just looking forward to it
0: yeah me too i'm uh, i'm cautiously optimistic and I'll probably – it's I feel like it's, that's one of those games that's, like, going to be the zeitgeist when it comes out. Yeah, exactly. And I am one of those people that needs – I feel like I – no matter what no matter what the game is, even if it's something I know I'm not going to like, if people are talking about it, I really want to play
1: it. Pretty much like Smash Bros, right?
0: Yep. No, I like <laughs> Smash. I feel like I – it's one of those games that I'm not going to play, like, unless I'm at a party with you uh, guys or whatever. So
1: was it worth buying then?
0: Yeah, it was fun. I had okay. a really – I've had a really good time with it.
1: Yeah. And it's nice that I don't have to bring mine everywhere.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. You got anything else? Cause uh, in the Valley of Gods, what in Spirit, t- Up? I
1: have one more on my actual list, and then I have an honorable mention, which could take the place of Days Gone.
0: All right. Hit me with it.
1: So Mortal Kombat 11 is the last one. Oh on shit! My list. Yeah. I loved Mortal Kombat 9 and 10. I love Injustice 1 and 2, and then I also love Fighters, DBZ Fighters. But the problem with Fighters, I mean, we got Adam, who's been on the show before. He's pretty much who got me really hardcore into Fighters. The problem with Fighters is it uses a half circle. It uses, like, street street fighter controls, which I grew up playing Mortal Kombat, so doing half circles breaks my fucking brain. And so I'm really bad at doing combos and stuff in uh, Fighters. So Adam just ruins me every time. But in uh, Mortal Kombat, I grew up playing Mortal Kombat. I got, like, the Mortal Kombat collection, uh, so it came with three games. It was, like... uh, Ah shoot, I can't Oh, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, Mortal Kombat Deception, and Mortal Kombat Armageddon. And I played the shit out of all three of those. And then Armageddon was I played a lot with my brother cuz Armageddon just like had every character in it. And then uh I took a break for a while and then got into Nine like pretty hardcore and then I uh started playing more with online stuff and, in 10 and so like I got really good with Sub-Zero. So I'm looking forward to getting good at Sub-Zero in uh, 11. Uh, and then Injustice came out, and I got really good with Batman. And so I'm just excited to have a game that I could actually be on par with Adam okay, with, yeah. instead of just him showing up and playing with us and just fucking ruining my day. He
0: was he was really into Mortal Kombat Nine, I remember. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for Mortal Kombat 11 because I feel like for, um, what is the name of that studio? Why am I blanking? Another Yeah, another I feel like they know they really know how to put together like a fighting game story. Yeah. I loved Injustice 1 and 2. I loved Mortal Kombat 10. Mm-hmm. Uh so I'm really excited to play this one and and I feel like at least you know, those games don't stay that long for me. As soon as everyone else is better than I am, I'm like fuck it, whatever. Yeah. But at least I know I'll get like a solid story to play through that's like going to yeah. be fun and I'll get like, you know, all the cool fatalities and stuff.
1: Plus it's always I guess uh when whatever we like the game we don't really play a lot of party games, but we do play a lot of fighting games. Yeah. So it's always fun just to have another one. And it will I like I said, I'll just be happy to finally be on par with Adam and ha- like it will actually be a competition rather than him just ruining me. So
0: Alright, what's your last uh My last
1: one is Rage Two. I didn't play Rage One. I know nothing about the Rage series, but this game just looks really fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, I also I considered it was on my list for a hot second, but mm-hmm. and then I, I took it off to put um in the Valley of the Gods on there.
1: um it it, reminds me a lot of doom uh the newest doom where it just looks it just looks fun to play like the gunplay is what the whole thing's about and you just go around fucking shit out with your guns
0: yeah i think that that's exactly why i'm excited for this game because i i was skeptical about doom because i i heard i when it came out everyone was kind of praising it for having this like really interesting spin on like first person shooters where it was like really momentum based Mm -hmm. um and I played Doom and, and loved it. I, it took a while for it to, like, click, I feel like. Yeah. But, it, but after that first couple hours, I was in, and I, I loved that game so much. Yeah, once and, um, you start
1: getting more guns, because you start with, like, the shotgun, and so once you start getting more guns in that game, it just keeps getting more and more fun, because you can yeah. start doing more shit, and just, it's awesome.
0: So, yeah, Rage 2, I think the gunplay is going to be fantastic. It looks like you have, like, a lot of cool, like, weird abilities, and I mm-hmm. think that the aesthetic, which a lot of games yeah. seem like they're maybe going for now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that that kind of like weird, like colorful punk aesthetic is gonna be really cool.
1: Yeah, it'll be fun. I like I said though, I have no idea what anything about it is. But yeah,
0: I didn't play Rage One either. I just I remember people were saying that it, the its shotgun was super good and like it felt really really good to, to shoot.
1: Oh, perfect. That's all I need.
0: Yeah, so I think the gunplay will be will be great.
1: Yeah, and it will look gorgeous on PC.
0: All right. Let's take a short break. We'll bring on Arthur. Uh, There'll be a cool whatever transition Eric puts in there. And uh, we will get to our Uncharted 2 versus Uncharted 3 debate. All right, everyone. We are back. And we are here with Arthur Rokes. Arthur is going to be the moderator for this uh, debate we got going on. Arthur, do you want to tell everyone uh, a little bit about yourself?
2: Um. Well, first off, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. But, um, like Logan said, my name is Arthur. I am. Can I plug my podcast? Is yeah, yeah cool? right. of course. I'm. Uh, I'm the host of School of Entertainment podcast. You can check that out on Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever your listening platform is, and uh, that's enough about me.
0: Yeah, we all we also are on another podcast that we do for our school called Yes, uh, 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 yeah, the, the Blue-, Blue Devil Podcast. Yeah, yeah. And so you're the main host of that. Uh, so if anyone listening is a UW Stout student, uh, if you enjoy this, go over and listen to the Blue Devil Podcast.
2: All right, let's get into this.
0: Yeah. So Arthur, you are here to moderate a debate that Eric and I have been having for a long time okay. and that is uncharted 2 versus uncharted 3 two th- you know two games in a long running series uh and we're going to argue about which one's better and this will be kind of the format of the debate we have six rounds with kind of six separate topics uh and each of us will get two minutes per round and we're going to be trying to win you over on like which one of us is right and then after we both go two rounds or, you know, two, two minutes per round. We'll get another 30 seconds to kind of rebut or whatever, you know, you know whatever the other person said. They're wrong, whatever. Um, if you have any questions about anything, like if you want clarifications, feel free to ask. You're totally in control here. Awesome. Really, you're the boss. We're trying to make you happy.
2: So, Shark Tank.
0: Yeah, Shark Tank, basically. We're trying to pitch, a, you know, we're pitching the game to you. Let's get it. Okay. Uh, Eric, how do you want to do this? you want to go first?
1: Uh, you should run down what how the thing is going to go to just so everyone knows like yeah. what we're going to do.
0: Okay. So we have um, our opening arguments first. We'll both kind of give a little opening argument, whatever. Uh, and I don't think that we're going to get rebuttals for those. because no. Because it's just an opening.
1: During I think during the debate, well, you can throw in your rebuttals to that.
0: Yeah, answer. yeah. Uh, then we'll do gameplay for the game. We'll go into characters, uh, the plot, the set pieces, which are kind of the huge thing in Uncharted. And then our closing arguments. Which, again, we probably won't do rebuttals for that.
1: For our closing I thought we were going to do a rebuttal.
0: Okay, yeah. We'll figure we it should, out. You should, I thought we were going to
1: do, at the end, 30 seconds to say your piece, pretty much.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, So I, I was going to do 30 seconds after each round, but we can just do 30 seconds at the end. No, right?
1: I think it should be saved for the end. Let's okay, yeah, yeah. That's a lot simpler. Tighter.
0: Let's do that. Good job, Eric. Good All thinking.
1: Right. Yeah, that's why I produce shows.
0: Okay. You want to go first?
1: <laughs> I can't go first if you want to lose right away.
0: I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Let me open up my uh, my old document here.
2: All right, Logan, are you ready to wow me?
0: Yeah, let me know when you're ready. Go for it. All right. Arthur, listen. Uncharted 2 was the second Uncharted game ever made. It's a game about this dude, Nathan Drake. He's basically Indiana Jones, right? He's trying to treasure hunt, whatever. Uncharted 2 is much better than Uncharted 3 because it took what the first game did and it improved on it in every single aspect. There's no part of Uncharted 2 that Uncharted 1 did better. Shooting people? Way better in Uncharted 2. Even though it leaves something to be desired a little bit. Climbing stuff? Super fun. There's stuff blowing up. There's twists and turns in the story. People are betraying you. And there's the key Uncharted, like, treasure hunting. You're trying to find Shambhala. The famed city of Shambhala. And you're trying to get there before... This army dude, Lazarevich, gets there. So basically, my entire argument is that Uncharted 2 took what the first one did and it vastly improved on it. Uncharted 3, which Eric wrongly thinks is better, didn't even live up to some of the things Uncharted 2 did. It took some things and it improved on it a little bit, but in other areas, it didn't quite live up to snuff. And we can get into that later. What's my time?
2: You are at 41 seconds
0: okay so the end of my opening argument is that eric thinks uncharted 3 is better because uh, he's a cool edgy kid and so basically oh. hey eric it's my time okay <laughs> he says all right everyone else everyone let let it be known that it is a common opinion that uncharted 2 is one of the best eric says you know what i don't want to be like everyone else all right i'm gonna have a horrible opinion that no one else has just to be counterculture you know what i mean and you know what? I don't even need the extra time. That's all I have to say.
2: Perfect. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> See where this is going now.
1: Are you ready all right, Eric?
2: Are you ready to wow me?
1: Yeah. Hold on. I'll be, I'm pulling my headphones. All right.
2: You have exactly two minutes and go.
1: Unlike Logan here, who thinks it's okay in his argument to personally attack me, I'm going to be talking about the games and not Logan's personal preferences from the way edgier kid of the two of us. But anyway, when it comes down to it, there is no question that Uncharted 2 and 3 are both phenomenal games. However, when it comes to which is better, Uncharted 3 is obviously the clear answer here. And it's not because I'm edgy, it's just because... It's a better game in all aspects of talking about what we're going to argue with here today. And Logan is just entirely wrong, but I'm not going to get into why yet. We'll get to that later because he's already... Listen, Arthur, he's already devolving to personal attacks because he doesn't have a good debate. Just saying. So, Uncharted 2 is an excellent game, but Uncharted 3 takes everything Uncharted 2 does and does it better because it benefits from being the sequel to the game. Just like Logan said, Uncharted 2 benefited from everything Uncharted 1 did. So in Uncharted 3, we get way tighter gameplay, which Logan said already that Uncharted 2, it leaves something to be desired. In Uncharted 3, it's already way better. It's snappier. It's tighter. The plot, way better. It doesn't have these horrible characters like Lazarevich. The gameplay, which is all that matters in a video game. If you were playing a video game, what would you want? You'd want the gameplay to be fun because that's what you're there for and that's what's better. That's all I have to say.
2: 30 seconds left, Eric.
1: Don't have anything left to say. We can move on.
0: How are you feeling about that round, Arthur? Who gets the
2: point? Um, Both of you were very good. But um, as far as, like, details and who broke down their argument to where I understood more, I gave it to Eric. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> my God. I was a little worried there. Like, because oh, Eric,
2: Eric showed me more with the details. You know, Logan, you just... You were emotional about yours. your, your why. I,
0: I realized that I, I didn't quite have as much to say that I thought I did, so I was like, I got 40 seconds. I'm going to play around a little bit. It didn't work very well for me.
2: But I'm rooting for you, so okay. next round. Let's get it. All right.
0: All right you want to go first for this one, or should I go first? Hold on. I'll go first because I would I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess that it can be like a, a make it, take it kind of deal. You know what I mean? Here. Like a pick up, pick up basketball.
1: Uh, I assume you're not keeping score right now, Arthur, so I will write it down. I put
0: it, I put it in mine as well.
1: Oh, okay. Perfect. So you could uh, put in yours. Mark me at one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just had point to Eric. Okay. Logan zero.
1: <laughs> All right. And we're doing uh, gameplay first. Yep. Gameplay now. All right. How much time do I have for this?
2: You also have two minutes, two minutes. for this round.
1: All right. Let me know when I can go, Arthur. Let
2: Your two ready. minutes starts now.
1: As I previously mentioned, Uncharted Three took everything good about Uncharted 2's gunplay and made it tighter and snappier. You move the analog stick and it triggers right when you move it and goes where you want it to. They In Uncharted, they have tiny circular reticles for where you're aiming at the center of the screen. In Uncharted 2, it's a much bigger circle. So in Uncharted 3, they made it much tighter. It's much easier to get headshots. And you what you like doing in video games that you shoot guns, you like getting headshots. Yeah. Also, i like to point out in uh, the remastered version of these games, it keeps track of your score and I have more headshots in Uncharted than Logan does.
0: Not minor detail. <laughs>
1: Fun
0: fact. I beat you. Uh, this is game my
1: game. time, sir, so please. Uh, okay. Uh, so, and they improved the climbing, which is a huge aspect in Uncharted. Climbing happens all the time. And in Uncharted 1... Uh, sorry, sound issue. Stop playing with your mic. Uh, in Uncharted uh, 1, 2, uh, to indicate there was climbing, it was bright yellow ugly bars that completely ruined your immersion. In Uncharted 3, they... Don't treat you like an idiot. They know you should know where you're gonna climb. And so, while there is some areas that have yellow things, it makes sense. There's a part where you climb in a city, but the gutters and uh, high hazard poles are yellow, and that makes sense in a city. If you're like in a mountainous area, the it's covered in snow and white and stuff. Or is covered in like uh, like worn down sand so you can identify it it doesn't ruin as much of your immersion and they made it so you you actually kind of do what you want while you're climbing in Uncharted 2 I found myself falling off the edges a lot or just jumping off edges because when I tried to jump to land on a cliff I just fucking beam off the side so they made that way better so in short guns running climbing all better in Uncharted 3
2: thanks Eric alright Logan
1: Hold on, I like to say before he starts, uh, just set your mic down, because when you did you pulled on the XLR cable.
0: My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was getting a little anxious there.
2: Yeah. I'm ready to go when you are. All right. You have exactly two minutes, and go.
0: Arthur, I want you to know that Eric's trying to misinform you, okay? Because he said, and I quote, I have more headshots than Logan does in Uncharted. Um, I played these games after Eric did, so during my second playthrough – you know they show the stats once you know because I you have friends that play it'll say you know you're this close to them. Uh, I've beat every single stat that Eric has in Uncharted. So let it be known that right away he's trying to fool you. He's trying to pull one over on you, Arthur. All mm. right, but gameplay. The gameplay in Uncharted Two is solid. It's really hard to to look back and say the sequel to this game obviously had some improvements in places that people were wanting them. Shooting in Uncharted 2 leaves something to be desired. It's kind of hard. It's kind of finicky. Like Eric said, you know, it's kind of got this big circle. It's really hard to aim accurately. So in Uncharted 3, the shooting is better. But listen here. Uncharted 3 does something that I think is almost its fatal flaw. And that is, it has a lot more of what we like to call in video games, (laughs) jank. And so it's a much... when when when, when Uncharted 3 was, uh, was, was developed, the, the team who made it was split into two. One of them was making The Last of Us, which is a great game. Another one was making Uncharted 3, fine game. And so basically, I, my, my theory is they didn't, have a, you know, they didn't have a lot of the resources that they had in Uncharted 2. So um, things are a lot glitchier in Uncharted 3. Uh, there's a specific part where you're in Syria uh, where the camera kind of made me want to put my head through a wall. Um, so you know the camera, you're 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 kind of looking at your character, and uh, I'd like to
1: interject and say that we played remasters and not the original versions of the game. So I I don't know how sound this checks out, but
0: well, Eric's trying to interrupt me at at this moment. But in the in the remaster, which you would assume less janky than the the original, you know what I mean? You'd hope at least, right? Uh, a lot of jank. It's kind of, it was kind of frustrating at points, and especially in Syria where I kind of felt like
2: and your time oh, is no. done.
0: I think I was playing. <laughs> Get nervous yet? No, we'll see what happens.
2: Um, for this round, I have to say that when you're trying to remodel something, your goal is to make it better and not have it keyword jankier. So, for this round, I got to give it to Logan.
1: All right, that's fine. He needs some points. He needs to feel good.
0: I, I you know, I'm also, just like I'm tied.
1: I'd like to point out, now that we're done with gameplay... Actually, I should because we have a rebuttal at the end. Never mind. I, you just had a really good... There was a, some, a key thing you could have pointed out that would have just been ruined about kind of my argument. That was a huge problem on chart 3.
0: But, I mean, I'm curious to hear what it is. Well, I'll
1: let you know at the end. I'm not telling you. We still
0: have a rebuttal that can score his points, so I'll let you know at the end. All right. The next is characters, and since I won, I'll take it. All right. Let me know when we're good.
2: Let's hear about these characters.
0: All right, Uncharted Two has the one of the best casts in the entire series. Uh, it introduces a character named Chloe, who's kind of uh one of you know Nathan's old uh old love interests. She's kind of this cool like badass like you know treasure hunter whatever. Um, and she she's a mainstay throughout the entire. People loved her so much in Uncharted Two that she's again in Uncharted Three, and she's again in Uncharted Four, and then she gets her own game in Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. Chloe is such a good character that she gets her own game, I would just like to say. Uh, then we also get, you know, Nathan's back, and his writing is better than every year. He's a snappy, he's a witty guy. He's kind of like the Spider-Man of, of this game, you know what I mean? He's really funny. Um, we also have uh, Sully, who's kind of Nate's older, like apprentice, or older uh, uh, kind of mentor kind of guy. He kind of taught Drake everything he knew, taught Nate everything he knew. Um, and we get Flynn, who is kind of one of the main antagonists. And, uh, Flynn early on in the game betrays Nate. They're on a job together. They're going to try to steal something. And he leaves Nate basically to die in a prison. Uh, and he, and Flynn's kind of this funny guy. He, he again like really suave, whatever. And, uh, and his writing's really witty as well. And so he's working for this dude, Lazarevich, who is this warlord guy who wants to get to Shambhala before Drake does. And Lazarevich could be seen as maybe a flat character. He's kind of this, like, tropey bad guy. You know what I mean? He's evil. He wants power, whatever. But let me say, he's menacing. You know what I mean? And so he, I felt like Lazarevich at any point could, you know, kill someone that was important to the plot. And he does. He, uh, there's Elena, who is Drake's kind of current love interest, and uh, her camera guy gets murdered. She's a journalist. Elena, another mainstay through the series, she's Drake's, like, you know, she turns out to be his wife or whatever. So this game has this amazing cast of characters who are all really witty. The writing's great. All of the actors are super fantastic. Um, and they all, I mean, other than Lazarvich, I would say these characters are all round. They're all interesting. They have really cool dynamics between each other. So... I think that's all I got to say. Also, wait, one more thing. The enemies make more sense, too, because in Uncharted 3, it's all dudes and tuxes, and uh, that's not very good for getting shot at, I would like to say.
2: Can I ask a question? Logan? Yeah, absolutely. What about the characters in Uncharted 3 don't you uh, like?
0: So the characters in Uncharted 3 are good, because there are a lot of the same characters from Uncharted 2. Let me just point out that really there's only, like, I don't know, one or two new characters, really. And I would say that they are far less interesting.
2: Okay.
1: You're okay, dude.
0: <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time, you know what I mean? i just trying to give a snappy short answer. We can get into it if you want. But
2: we'll save it. Are you ready, Eric? Yep. Two minutes starts now.
1: As Logan liked to, to point out earlier about the whole headshot thing, I'd like to point out some flaws in his argument here, which he so chose to neglect. Sully, arguably one of the greatest characters in the entire series, as I'm sure Logan would agree. He's only in probably the first hour of the game, and then he's not in the rest of the game. But he chose to include him as he's a, par- a major character and thought it would help his argument. Two... Uh, uh, what's the girl's name? Chloe, is not in Uncharted 4, so he's lying right there. Uh, Elena, she's only in the second half of the game, so she uh, she's a mainstay character too. Her and Nate have this huge relationship development in one, and then she's only in like the second half of Uncharted 2. Uh, and the game, a lot of the story is based around the relationship between characters, and Elena and Nate's relationship is what drives these game stories, and she's only in the second half of the game. Uh, Three, uh, they kill one of the best characters in Uncharted 2, which is Jeff the Cameraman. R.I.P. Jeff. Uh, And Lazarevich is the most dry and boring and unoriginal villain there is. He is just an angry warlord that is looking for an ancient city. And he just yells a lot. He's like Kratos in God of War, which are really fun games. You should play them sometime. But he's just angry. He's a one-note character and doesn't do anything. Now, in Uncharted 3... You get what's core to the Uncharted games is the relationships between characters. It is a game about Nathan Drake, their main character, Sullivan, his mentor, as uh, Logan mentioned, and Elena, who is his love interest. It is a game about those three characters and how they go around. Now they have a whole supporting cast, which is much better. We get introduced to Cutter, who is this kind of... British he's kind of a muscle dude he's kind of an idiot but he's also looking for treasure he wants to get rich quick you have Chloe again phenomenal character no argument there and she's only in the beginning and she gets rid of pretty quick because she is a bit of a distraction in Uncharted 3 because you wanna know about Elena and Drake's relationship not Drake's and Chloe's relationship we've already established what they do and then we get our villains which are Marlowe and Talbot they run this secret organization and have actual motives other than I'm an angry warlord they are trying to get this treasure so they can basically take over the world, which is a much in- more interesting thing because they want to take it over by fear. You actually are afraid of these characters because they have motives and are smart and thinking, unlike Lazarevich, who's just an angry guy that will point a gun and shoot at you, who's boring.
2: That's all I have to say. Um, th- this is a tough one, but I-, I have to give it to Logan. <laughs>
0: This is going pretty good for me, I'd say. You know, my reason
2: is uh, the story about the characters that you told. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> your choice. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> I don't care.
0: We still got four more things. Okay, should we get on to plot? Let's do it. I'll make it. Take it. My my turn. Yeah. Let me know when we're good.
2: All right, your two <clears throat> minutes starts now.
0: I'm glad we're on plot because Uncharted 2's plot is the biggest strength that it has over 3. In Uncharted 2, Nathan Drake is concerned with you know, Marco Polo, the explorer, right? He wants to know what happened to this fleet of Marco Polo's that kind of lost like a bunch of its treasure. He's like, I want to you know, get rich find Marco Polo's uh, treasure. Through this, he finds out that Marco Polo and his fleet found this famed city of Shambhala which is really uh, prominent in like Buddhist culture. It's this kind of famed city where it's like everything is fantastic. It's kind of this like utopia. So so Drake is looking for Shambhala now and he's kind of racing, you know, Lazarvich, who we've already talked about the warlord guy. Uh, the real the real thing that Uncharted 2 has that Uncharted 3 lacks is pacing and interesting like kind of twists. So in Uncharted Three, there's kind of this crazy scene where uh, Nathan gets like captured by pirates, as ridiculous as it sounds. Um, and it kind of comes out of left field, and it really only exists to like show off pretty wave graphics. You know what I mean? P- pretty water, whatever. And then, and then this whole ridiculous thing happens where he like falls into the ocean. And then it does that thing where they're like, cut. He wakes up in the on the, on the land. You know what I mean?
1: I'd huh. like to point out Logan's not talking about Uncharted 2 story at all, just bashing Uncharted 2. No,
0: no, it's it's important to mine, because I think that Uncharted 2 is really consistent in its pacing. It's got some of the greatest kind of scenes where, you know, uh, he gets into this city, and it's really po- it's like really kind of war-torn. There's a lot of environmental storytelling. You know, things are happening in the background. Uh and it's got these crazy twists. Like, you know, like I said, where early on in the game, Flynn, who turns out to be one of the bad guys, betrays you. And so now he's one of your enemies. Uh, there's this great twist because you think that there's these kind of like yeti monster things, but it really just turns out to be like dudes in suits, like like yeti suits. And um, there is another great twist in that the whole time they're looking for this, this city of Shambhala because they want to get this thing called the Chintamani Stone, which is this kind of big... You know, powerful thing. They claim that all like the important rulers in history have had a piece of it. Uh, The Chintamani stone turns out to be just a really large piece of amber from the tree of life, like the literal tree of life, which kind of sets up this whole thing about Lazarevich wanting to get to the tree of life so he can like be invincible, be immortal, you know, be all powerful so he can like rule the world or whatever. Um, So I think that Uncharted Two is really consistent in its storytelling. I would not say that it's like you know the most moving but it really is consistent and i really think it serves to get you to the really exciting places and i think that it makes sense the whole time
2: okay thanks logan (laughs) ready yes sir you have two minutes starting now
1: arthur let me weave you a tale in two minutes or less Sir Francis Drake, a famous explorer from I don't know what time because I'm not good with dates, but he's exploring the world for Queen Elizabeth. Now, fast forward to I don't know what year these games take place, and you are, quote unquote, the heir of Nathan Drake or or the heir of Sir Francis Drake, Nathan Drake, or as you've been lying to people because we later find out in the game that his real name is not Drake. You start out. In this city, you start on a bar fight, a deal gone wrong, trying to get this ring that goes into a fancy little artifact that holds its ciphers, languages, and treasures. And that uh, these evil people are trying to get it, and you give them a fake ring. But through a series of fighting in the bar, you end up up top and get because you were just trying to look for them. So you end up finding them, and you learn that these evil people actually run a whole secret organization, and they're trying to—they're basically um, uh, what's that horrible organization? The thing I can't the, remember. The Illuminati. Yeah, they're basically the Illuminati, and so now you are on a race against basically the Illuminati to find this lost city of brass. That it's a whole city, a huge fortune. It would be amazing to get you. Your characters would end up so rich, and all the while you're doing it with your mentor, basically your father figure, solely, and you're establishing even more of this relationship. And like, unlike Logan, uh, falsely said, there are plenty of twists and turns. There's an amazing gameplay moment that took everybody by surprise is where you get thrown in and you play as young Drake and you actually get to explore the moments of when you actually first meet Sully, who is this mentor figure you've been playing with basically since the first game and you get the first establishments of Drake and Sully's relationship. Once we're through that, uh, you dive more and you go to Paris, uh, uh, not Paris, uh, you go somewhere in France and you have to escape this burning building as the Illuminati are tracking you there. From there you go to Syria and you break into this museum and you're finding more and more clues but these Illuminati people show up and you have to fight your way out. You end up barely escaping on a bus and your friend Cutter has just broke his leg because he had to jump from a fall because they burned the building behind him. As you get through Syria, you are now in Yemen to explore, damn it. Well, I was halfway through the game. Anyway, the twist is they kill Sully in the end, but it turns out not to be a twist. He's not
2: dead. Um, this one was an easy one. Yeah, I kind of
1: um, fucked up. I thought I had a lot more time. I started getting into – my problem is I tell – I hold on. I guess yeah, I should let you say it. <laughs> Um,
2: This one, like I said, was an easy uh, decision to make. Um. Eric, I like your plot better than Logan. Oh, perfect. <laughs> really, really. Wait, I thought, wait, 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 I, thought yeah, I thought I got screwed over by time. didn't finish though. the plot. But the Illuminati's. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I'll take it. That's just a much better plot this than what the you upset, talked about, Because Logan. I think
0: Eric would probably. I, don't
1: I, I thought I was going to lose that one because I lost the, t- All right, the time. That's, that's fine. That's fine. But I'll take it. It is a you better know, story.
0: Arthur, I trust your judgment.
2: Nah, that's th- really on me. Th- you that's know? a better story than. I cut
1: I usually I like telling stories so I got caught up in the weave of telling a story And I'm like oh yeah I only have less than two minutes to do this.
0: Alright.
1: Oh I guess I get to go next. Yep, you get to go this next. This is okay, this is an easy argument. I won't need a full two minutes for this.
2: So um I'm sorry. Eric, you have exactly two minutes starting now.
1: Just by sheer number of set pieces in Uncharted 3, I beat out Uncharted 2 unquestionably. In Uncharted 2, there's about two awesome set pieces that happen in the game. In Uncharted 3, there is about four that that we could probably qualify. First and foremost, we'll talk about the best one, which is you follow as... Uh, Logan mentioned before, this pirate, Ramsey. He apparently kidnapped Sully, and so you're tracking him. So you end up following him onto his giant, huge... It's basically a cruise ship that he stole and is using as his pirate ship. Uh, through trying to fight your way through this cruise ship, you end up in the hull of the ship, and you find out that they didn't actually have Sully. And so... You uh, try in fighting your way out to get out of the cruise ship, you end up blowing a hole in the hull of the ship and it starts causing the ship to capsize. You are now having to run out of the ship while it's capsizing, filling with water. It's basically inceptioning the ship. So you're starting to have to like run on walls. You're climbing up like the elevator shaft. Uh, There's this huge skylight that you fall down through and you end up grabbing onto the chandelier, but then the chandelier breaks and bashes and uh, starts cracking the skylight. And then it turns out Ramsey didn't die during the ship. And while you're in this room the huge skylight, he's just like, fuck you, you basically killed all my men. And he just takes his gun and shoots at the huge skylight, causing all the water to rush in. And you're having to Indiana Jones run away from the boulder, but it's all this rushing water. And you run through this elevator shaft and jump out into the ocean while all this water comes pouring out behind you. Uh, The next and best cutscene in the game... Or uh, set piece, not cutscene, is you are trying to get over the Rubicali Desert, and you sneak and you stow away onto this huge cargo plane. Uh, and in finding, uh, trying to climb out of the cargo plane and like figure out where you are over the desert, uh, a giant, big, muscular guy like The Rock ends up pulling you out, and he ends up opening the back shaft, and uh, you all rush out, and you end up just barely grabbing onto the cargo that's holding you, and then the plane blows up, and you skydive into the desert, and you're in the desert.
2: Time. Logan, are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. All right. Your two minutes starts now.
0: Again, Eric is trying to weave you a tale. Uncharted 3 does not have, I would say, a, a, like a, a more set pieces than Uncharted 2. Um, so Uncharted 2 has one of the most iconic set pieces in video games. Imagine this: You've just started the game. Your character wakes up on a train. It turns out the train is hanging off of a cliff. Your character needs to climb this train and attempt to get onto the cliff before it literally just falls off and he dies. That's the opening of the game. Uh, cut to later in the game, you get to shoot a bunch of guys on the moving train. It kind of, you know, it's like a kind of a flashback situation in the beginning. This train is going you know, super fast down a rail, whatever, you're kind of trying to fight your way from the very back of the train to the very front, and the train ends up blowing up and hanging off the cliff. You're kind of back at the beginning, you know what I mean? Uh, there's also this great set piece where you're in uh, Nepal, the city in Nepal, and it's kind of it's kind of war-torn. There's kind of this rebellion, this uprising. So the city's super, like, kind of desert, you know what I mean? It's, it's super, uh, it's kind of messed up. It's really getting... Uh, you know destroyed and and you're kind of going through this and kind of trying not to get in the way of of you know of the the rebels and the and like the armored forces or whatever fighting uh you end up getting kind of chased by this like helicopter and they blow up a literal building that you're in so imagine this like michael bay explosion this building is falling over while you're in it and you're trying to like escape the building you know so that you don't die and it's this kind of so this is kind of what uncharted is known for these kind of crazy action set pieces. But also, I would consider a set piece kind of something to be in awe of. And so there's this another set piece where it's kind of this big tomb. And imagine it's kind of this huge tomb, and there's this dude kind of laying on the ground, and there's this big dude with a dagger. And so it's like it's giant, it's stories tall. And it's this kind of amazing, like, set piece of like. I don't know. It's like it's beautiful, and it's kind of like wow, it looks constructed by people. Some of it's kind of falling over. The set pieces in Uncharted 2 are some of the most iconic in video games ever, is my point. Uncharted 3, I would say, the house on fire and the plane are the big ones. And I don't even think I need any more.
2: Um, I like what you said, Logan. You said that... uh, Can you actually rephrase that? What you said about the game being about adventure what was that I
0: yeah kinda... the game the game is about these set pieces it's about it's about being in awe kind uh-huh. of as you're kind of this this, this explorer guy of like going into these like really historical places uh-huh. or these places that are really like they're supposed to be man-made and it's like supposed to really like kind of inspire awe you know what i mean you're like really yeah. in awe of the scale of these things
2: and i think um, listening to both of the arguments what inspired my awe was Eric's story. Thank you, Arthur. I'm sorry, but the ocean got me. <laughs> sorry, Logan. The ocean got me. I wanted to know what happened next, Eric. <laughs> so, so when he fell in the ocean, what happened next?
1: So as you fall in the ocean, uh, it pans away from the camera because you kind of think, uh, Drake, it's like you're in the middle of the ocean. He's not too far off the coast, but you're far off and then it uh the next shot is pans you've washed up onto a beach in yemen and just get found by fishermen and you get a really funny moment of drake just kind of waking up and be like he's waking up pretty much dehydrated on this beach and he wakes up and there's just these people kind of watching him And he's like hey how are you and they don't even speak his language and he just kind of walks past him this washed up stowaway person
2: so it's pretty funny nice What do we got next? Closing arguments? Closing Closing
0: arguments. arguments. So just to clarify, are we both getting two minutes or is this a 30-second rebuttal closing argument?
2: No,
1: we get two minutes on our closing, final statements on why the games are, what your game is better. And then we'll each, and then at at the end of this, we'll get 30 seconds to argue any points or say whatever you want to say.
2: All right, Eric. Ready? Your two minutes starts now. If you're
1: playing a video game or any game, if you're playing a board game, no matter what, the key and most important thing about the game is you have to be having fun while you're doing it. Otherwise, there's no point in doing it. In Uncharted 2 and 3, both games are phenomenal, incredibly fun, but Uncharted 3 from beginning to end is way more fun. Uncharted 2 has so many frustrating and annoying moments where you're having to fight with the game to just get to the parts of the story you want to see. The end boss fight is abysmal. You're fighting the Lazarus, you pretty much rake it up on steroids, and you shoot him in the face like 20 times with a shotgun. A dude shouldn't be able to take it. It really takes out the some realism that's in Uncharted, but the boss fight is terrible. It's so bad it made me change my game mode from normal to easy because I knew that boss fight was going to be a pain in the ass. Uh, in Uncharted Three, there I will admit, because Logan's going to point it out, that there is one bad part uh, is the Syria gameplay. But that is just because you're fighting, trying to sh- there's too many enemies, and that's a bad part. But that's maybe a twenty minute section of the game compared to the other six hours of the game. It's just a very minute thing. In uh, Uncharted Two, there's. Uh, long climbing scenes where you're climbing through the Himalayas with this dude that doesn't speak English, and Drake's just talking to himself, and you again, you get just these enemies that are bullet sponges. In this whole series, you can pop a guy in the head and he'll be dead, but you are now having to fight so many bullet sponges, which is then just capped off by the ultimate bullet sponge at the end, who is Lazarevich. So in terms of fun and sheer gameplay, playing the game, Uncharted 3 is no doubt better at doing that.
2: Nice. Thanks, Eric. All right, Logan.
0: Okay. Uncharted 2 is, I would say, one of... if You know, if you were going to try to mainline Uncharted, you're like, I only want to play the necessary ones. Uncharted 2, I would say Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 4 and the most recent Uncharted Lost Legacy. Those are the only three games you need to play. I don't even think you really need to play three to have a full understanding of the series. Another, this is, you know, kind of a long shot, but stay with me here. Uncharted 2 is the reason that another very important video game, uh, you know, in the industry exists. The Last of Us. In an interview, Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley, the directors of The Last of Us, said that the idea came from, when they were working on Uncharted 2, to have this AI character who eventually turns into one of the protagonists in this new game, Eric and I would both agree one of the best games of all time. Uncharted three didn't inspire any games. I just would like to say, what you know, what can you point to our Uncharted three and say how did that change the industry? Uncharted two is the reason Uncharted three exists, and Uncharted three doesn't even live up to the the standards that Uncharted two set. You know what I'm saying? So Uncharted two is has a more a more coherent plot. It has better pacing, and The parts of Uncharted 3 that kind of soured me a little bit, I feel like soured me too much. Syria was bad. The camera was janky and frustrating at some points. And while Uncharted 2 can be frustrating at some times, you know, the shooting, the final boss, it was a moment in gaming history. It was a staple in gaming history, I would say. I would say Uncharted 2 is a must-play if you were gonna, you know, try to play some of the most important games in history. That's all I have to say. Oof.
2: Um this was a tough one.
0: <laughs> I trust your judgment, I think.
2: You both had strong arguments, strong points. Um, Logan, I love your point about uh impacting the industry. Um Eric, I love your point about <laughs> the uh, the consumer having fun um, but <laughs> I gotta give it to Logan. <laughs> I think um, the a game being able to impact the industry. I don't know if Logan's telling the truth, but Eric, if he is the truth?
0: Uncharted 2 is a very seminal game in in gaming history.
2: If he okay, is okay, we have
0: we're bottles, I guess. Eric, Eric then has something to
2: say. I I, I give this to Logan. Okay. A game being that impactful deserve.
0: I'll give it I'll buy with
1: it because I know Arthur likes to make a show, so he wanted to come down to the tiebreaker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh he's saying you don't know how to make a
2: show, Arthur. Mm.
0: No, 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 no. I just don't know. I don't I'm not saying I don't think he's handing me the point, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> no, you earned it. You earned it. Alright, so we're we're at 30 seconds? 30
0: second rebuttal.
2: Alright. You get to go first. Let's make this good. <sighs>
0: okay. Give me give me just one second here. All I right. need to I need to formulate.
2: So you want 31 seconds.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Are you ready? This is it. Yes. All okay.
0: Right.
2: Your 30 seconds, Logan starts now.
0: Eric has said a lot of really, really true things. Uncharted 3 did a lot of things. It it, you know, it built on a lot of things that Uncharted 2 built. But I think that he's trying to paint this picture, that it really is, you know, it took it to a next level. And really, my rebuttal is that I think that Uncharted 3 was underwhelming to a lot of people because it didn't move the series forward in in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? So... My That's my kind of big rebuttal. Also, last thing. Uh, one of the big plot points of Uncharted 3 that Elena and Drake are now divorced, there's no explanation and it's kind of only implied throughout the entire thing and I think it's dumb. Eric.
2: Alright, Eric. Your 30 seconds starts now.
1: I think it's arrogant for Logan to say that Uncharted 2 is a seminal game over Uncharted 3 and that Uncharted 3 didn't inspire anything. Uncharted 3 probably inspired so many games that we don't even know about just because it doesn't have big names like Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley behind them. Of course Uncharted 2 inspired The Last of Us because Bruce and Neil worked on Uncharted 2. They didn't work on Uncharted 3. The game, they went on to make The Last of Us, and talking about The Last of Us here is just not good to his argument because that game's better than all these games we're talking about. Anyway, Uncharted 3, while it does have some jank, I think that's purely because of the remaster, Uncharted 2 has hair-pulling moments that aren't fun, and Uncharted 3 takes what Uncharted 2 did really well and it masters it and makes it even better.
2: Wow. <laughs> Great closing statements. Um this this one was tough, but um just hearing God, stop fucking dragging (laughs) it (laughs) out. That's that's the beauty of it. Um, but I'll get to the point. I think that uh, if I have to pick one of these games to play, as someone who does not play video games, um, from the way that this game or this series—will it be considered a series? Yeah, the series was sold. Um. I have to go with uh, three. I'm sorry. Oh hell yeah! Oh, I, no. I'm sorry, Eric. No, so did better. I, I'm oh. not gonna lie. I think that's the right choice. Eric put
0: together a much more compelling argument, and I kind of uh, towards the end there, I feel like oh, this is sort of just pulling
2: stuff out of my ass.
1: Yeah, <laughs> try to put the last of us in there. Like I don't get how that was supposed to help your argument anyway.
2: I think what what Eric had on you was whatever you said, he found a way to implement <laughs> yeah. it into his argument. <laughs> And make it better.
1: <laughs> the difference here is Logan's a very non-confrontational person, and I'm a very confrontational person, so I have a lot more experience <laughs> debating stuff. I think, which I think was your biggest downfall, Logan. Yeah.
0: So we, I'm not gonna lie, we had this plan. Show we had this show planned before. We, I've always kind of had this idea of Uncharted 2 in my brain. Yeah. And and we said we're gonna do a debate, and we, bef- you know, over winter break we both need to play both games. And so I'm not gonna lie, <clears throat> as I was playing Uncharted 2. I was getting a little worried. I was like, yeah. this game, not as not as awesome as I remember. Which I feel like some of it has to do with it being an old game, and some of it has to do with some, some rose-tinted glasses.
1: Yeah, well, your point there is that was going to be my original foundation for a lot of my argument, and then I ended up going the way I did. But I think a lot of people paint Uncharted 2 with their rose-colored glasses is because... They played it a lot more because at the time when Uncharted 2 came out, there weren't as many awesome games like this. There weren't games of that caliber. And when Uncharted 3 came out, there were games of this caliber. You got God of War 3, which was doing crazy things with gameplay and stuff. And so it's it seems less memorable in the time of when it came out, which is why I stopped that argument because I start dissing on my own game. Uh, but yeah, it, Uncharted 2, I think just people played it a lot more. And so they remember those moments. They remember the train stuff. And plus the train you fucking do three times which I think it was, gets annoying, or twice.
0: Yeah. And so and so when I was playing Uncharted 3, I was like, man, this game is really good. Like, I actually had way more fun playing Uncharted yeah. 3, but I, I kind of stand my ground that Uncharted 2 is a more important
1: game. And in our uh, gameplay argument, the thing I thought of that you could have easily... The biggest problem with Uncharted 2's gameplay is the shitty AI. How many fucking times are you running to Cloer or Cuddy Or uh, Cloer... Jesus, Cutter or Chloe, and you fucking die because you get stuck in their way. <laughs> like, just so annoying.
0: Yeah, that that I feel like, just I don't know. I feel like maybe it was because remaster was Blue Point, wasn't it? Yeah. So I feel like there maybe was some jank added there. I well, actually I don't think know. the
1: AI still sucked. Uh, that's why I think that would have been good because I just remember it just made me remember how revolutionary Ellie's AI was in The Last of Us. Yeah, it's
0: it's so insane how far this stuff's come. Yeah. Like, it really is like it's night and day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think that. As I was replaying the games, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Eric's right. And I, and I was kind of trying to play the heel in this argument. Yeah. I was trying to be the bad guy here. I was trying to yeah. you know, put on a show. Um, So, overall, I think that we made the right choice here. I think we came to the right conclusion. Yeah, me too. Arthur, you got anything else to say? Was this an enjoyable experience for you?
2: Yeah, I loved it. Um, I might even play the – no, I'm <laughs> 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 But uh, I hope you all – play the games the listeners um but yeah thank you for having me that was great I yeah absolutely
1: i'd also like to just say as a final statement uncharted 4 is better than all oh, of them that, <laughs> that's why
2: that's why
0: i got a little flustered in closing arguments because i kind of ran out of time and i literally put uncharted 4 is better than all of them it doesn't matter oh yeah because it, it's on anyone who says differently i think is yeah is i don't know what game you played uncharted yeah. 4 is the is yeah. one of the best games i've ever
2: played okay can i just say something yeah go for it from what I'm catching right now, it seems like the pattern is just the next series is better. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah. That's why I chart three. So is my point, so what I'm trying to say is why, Logan, <laughs> are you arguing against the next series?
1: Well, it's a big thing in the industry a point of contention, which is why we kind of had this argument, is a lot of people think on chart two is better than three.
0: Okay. Yeah, and so I would say, I really think if you think that, you should you should maybe go back and play
1: yeah, them. Yeah, replay them. Because,
0: I don't know, I, that's fine. You can love whatever game you want. Uncharted 2 and 3 are fantastic games. Yeah. They're both games that I think that if you have a PlayStation, you should play. Yeah. Um, and so, I, I mean, I think that they're both 9, you know, I think Uncharted 2 is like a 9.5 out of 10. And Uncharted 3, yeah, I don't bad. know if I'd call it a 10 out of 10, but, like, I it's did. pretty close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, this has been... The generic gaming podcast.mp three. Thank you for listening. Arthur, thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome back anytime you want to talk about a, a game you're playing or whatever. If you decide to play some games, you're you're welcome back. Uh next week, tune in next week when Amy Hedding comes on the show to just beat the shit out of Eric Live. <laughs> what? <laughs> she's gonna hear she's gonna hear what you were saying and, and she's just gonna we're gonna I think she did she help on three too. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Though, I don't. Why I'm would no. she beat the shit? I mean? kind of. I thought I was gonna win, and so and so oh, I so I kind of wrote this. It. I kind of wrote this
1: outro. I just want her to finally make a game. She just needs to catch a break. Yeah, Honestly, she, Amy,
0: Amy, 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 just come
1: on our show so you can finally catch a break.
0: Amy, we love you, and I hope you catch a break soon because yeah. she really has had very bad luck in yeah. this industry. I feel like towards. Well, after I would say, say in left. this
1: industry, just lately.
0: No, no, yeah, I just meant like after she left Naughty yeah, all Dog. All games
1: just keep getting canceled.
0: Anyways, we love you. Unless you suck, then we don't, you should probably work on that. Good one.